One of my favorite moments in the Lord of the Rings books and movies, which are heavily influenced by the Catholic author J.R. Tolkien, is that at one point the adventurers kind of reach a low point in their journey, and they come to a place of rest, so to speak. It's run by these ancient elves. Now, in Tolkien's mythology, divided between humans and hobbits and dwarves and elves, not everyone really got along too well. In fact, at times, there's great hatred between these people. At one point, the dwarves and elves are especially fighting all the time. So there's a dwarf member of this party. When he comes to this place, he's treated quite poorly by the elves. And gradually, the tension, anger, frustration is looking to boil, boil over, so to speak. Yet, at a critical moment, the elf queen, Galadriel, who's kind of a Marian figure in the books, does something amazing. She speaks to this dwarf in his own language, his own tongue. At that moment, the dwarf's perspective changes. Instead of seeing things through anger, frustration, old wounds, and hurts, his capacity to change by his vision happens. He becomes immediately converted, and he starts to see not just the other races differently, but reality itself differently. This is the great gift of mercy, of compassion. It's one of the great gifts that Jesus Christ himself had, of course, and one of the great gifts he gives to anyone who calls themselves a Christian, who take that name upon themselves. So my hope and prayer this weekend for all of us, if we're struggling with any pain or hurt or anger or frustration, that this is the weekend to experience the healing gaze of Christ and to receive his mercy. Now in the translation that we get today for this reading from Mark's gospel, it's actually a little bit different in the original Greek. In the Greek, when Jesus sees with pity, he doesn't necessarily just feel it with his heart, but the Greek is actually literally saying his bowels, his stomach, his gut, so to speak. And while this might seem kind of unseemly for the Son of God to experience a gut check, so to speak, it actually is very important because it reaffirms his full humanity, that he truly is a human person, both human and divine. Because as human beings, I think we've all had that experience at different points in our lives, that sinking kind of guilt pain and anger, frustration that we experience in our, really, our guts. When something terrible has happened, when a tragedy has occurred, maybe we're involved in something difficult, we feel it deep, not just in our heart, of course, but right there. In fact, as one scripture commentator notes, that Jesus is truly affected by the suffering more than those sufferers that are around them. Jesus is truly affected to his very body and soul by what he sees around him. In a sense that by being born of the Virgin Mary in that great holy womb, we get to see now that he has taken on Mary's even most greatest quality, her wide womb compassion. Christ has it. He was born with it. And that compassion is truly the ability to suffer with and for those around you. And that's why Christ has come among us and still comes among us to this very day. Jesus heals human distress by assuming it. So Jesus heals us by assuming everything that happens to us. He himself, of course, on the cross becomes one who is mangled and cast away. And by that kind of association, so to speak, the implication that follows is that we too also have to be willing at different points of our lives to be kind of one who's mangled and cast away as well. That if we want to take seriously the teaching to proclaim the good news, we have to embrace compassion. This becomes an essential part of our mission when we take up that name of Christian, not just in baptism and confirmation, but how we actually live it out. And I think 
I can say as a son of this parish, I could be, I think, quite proud that as a parish we do try to do that quite, quite well. For those who have participated in our school, Tools for Schools program this weekend in the past years, this ability to really see and be with those who suffer and embrace it to the best of our ability is something we can never, ever, truly, ever get tired of. I often say that the nature of change is to receive, and I think both for those who come to Our Lady Mount Carmel, whether they're there to receive assistance or not, we all receive at the end. In a sense, you'll hear more about this from the pulpit, the homily announcement after by Sister Amy. We'll talk more about how, yes, indeed, there are so many people out there trying to embrace compassion and share it with others in need. So, my brothers and sisters, this is a weekend that we have an opportunity to kind of, in a sense, rediscover our spiritual vision. Hopefully we can see the world more clearly, not just through our own eyes, but hopefully taking on the eyes of Jesus Christ as well, and at least his mother Mary. We have a chance, in a sense, to experience in our stomach, in our very beings, the compassion and pity of Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd. As we receive him in the body and blood and the Holy Eucharist, we're taking him, yes, spiritually into our being, but also physically as well. The banquet is, in a sense, going to be set before us, so we have this great moment to give thanks, thanks to God for all he's done for us, but hopefully to also be inspired as well in our lives of faith to continue to grow in that gift of mercy and compassion, that we too can assist others in this process, that they too can come face to face with Jesus. They can allow themselves to have that great experience of Jesus' great gift of mercy, compassion, and pity, that his wide womb compassion is truly all-encompassing. It's truly, as we hear in the Psalm 23, it's a compassion that wants to bring everyone back into that original family. That's the purpose. So my hope and prayer for us is that we can participate in that to the best of our ability, that we can seek out that compassion that we need, that compassion that wants to gather us back into God's family, not just now, but forever in heaven. Amen.